can't really describe it in your words. Um, it's just, yeah, it's incredible, absolutely incredible. Taiwan is incredible, Taiwanese people are incredible. Hello, and welcome to Perspectives with Nilo, a regular podcast that brings you news and views from around the world. If this is your first time checking out our podcast, you might also enjoy some of our past episodes, which are all listed on our blog site at pwnilo.com. In this episode, we visit the Europe Festival in Taipei, which took place on the weekend of May 6th. The festival, which celebrates Europe Day, has returned after a two-year absence. This year's festival, which was organized by the European Economic Trade Office in Taiwan, coincides with the 20th anniversary of the EU office presence here. The event was held in Hua Shan 1914 Creative Park in central Taipei and consisted of over 50 stalls showcasing European brands, tourism, food, drink and cultural activities. Over 15 EU member states actively participate in the EU trade office in Taiwan and we caught up with some of their representatives on the second day of the fair. Um, my name is Roland, Roland Rudolfer, and I'm the, the director of the Austrian office in Taipei. Okay, so that's the Af Austrian trade office, or...? Uh, no, not in this case. This is the office, the unofficial office, if you would call it, because of the One China policy um, of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. So what we provide is uh, consular service to our citizens, we issue visas, but we also deal especially uh, in culture, my office does a lot in, in the cultural affairs, science affairs, uh, R&D, also, but also trade when it comes up. And how long has the office been here in Taiwan? My God, I think it's now 26 years, 27 to be exact. Okay, good. You'll have a big anniversary coming up pretty soon then. In the well, yeah. I would say, well, in three years, in three years time, but as I'm leaving next year, I suppose my successor will will have the honor to to have the 30-year anniversary. And how big is the office? Have you, have you got many people employed? Uh, well, we are, we are quite a small office. Uh, we are only four in the end, but we also have an, uh, the so-called Austrian commercial office, and uh, which basically deals with all business trade. And uh, are there many successes uh, as regards trade links you've been building uh, between Taiwan and Austria? Yes, in the last, uh, basically since I'm here, well, I, I couldn't say that's because of me, no, not really, but trade volume has gone up significantly in the last three years, even, uh, even when Corona hit. Just in 2020, there was a little bit of a... Um, of a backtrack of trade volume, but it has gone up significantly from around 600 million to 1.2, 1.3 billion a year. And what are the major areas of, of trade? Well, it's mostly machinery, machinery, uh, and uh, and of course Taiwan as a as a as a player, as a huge player in electronics, machinery, but especially of course uh, in in the semiconductor industry. Well. They are still in the advantage, let's say it this way. We still have a trade deficit with it, with, with Taiwan, but we're working on it to uh, narrow the gap, let's say it this way. How about tourism? I see you have a very big bear on your stand here, here at this uh, event this weekend. Well, uh, in, Taiwan, in Taiwan, it's very important actually to have something for a photo opportunity. And the bigger, the better. 
and they love these kind of things. And and teddy bear is nothing, uh, it's nothing uncommon in Austria. I had myself had a small teddy bear when I was small, uh, which uh, which was my pet, which was in my bed and uh, which comforted me, obviously. Yeah, but uh, but a teddy bear, I think, is a very nice symbol. Is a very nice symbol of common of common things. And is there a big tourism traffic between Taiwan and Austria? Yes, uh, it's also increasing. We are back to around 85% okay. uh, pre-corona level, but it's increasing now uh, significantly from month to month. And it's I think you have direct flights to you from uh, Austria yes. to Taiwan. Yes, we have uh, basically everyday direct flights on Eva Air and China Airlines, which are both Taiwanese airlines. And as a European living here in Taiwan, how do you find the culture? How do you find engaging with Taiwanese on business or on, on tourist matters? I think it's very easy because they are very much interested in getting to know Europe. They are very much interested and they are very friendly especially. Uh, I'm not sure if you, if you have experienced that, but everybody, even if they don't speak the language, they are trying to help you as a tourist, if you don't know the way, they will, even they don't understand, they will find somebody who understands and they will find somebody who knows where to go for you. And it's very secure. It's very secure. Uh, I haven't seen that very often worldwide, to be honest, that you would sit in a coffee house and people just leave the table to go and wash their hands, come back and everything is still there. And nobody bothers really or nobody, nobody's afraid anything is stolen. It's very, very secure here in Taiwan. That's Roland Rudaffer, who is the director of the Austrian office in Taipei. I also met with Peter Sand, who is the director of the Trade Council of Denmark in Taipei. And I begun by asking him, what is the purpose of the Danish office here? Well, um, there's a clear interest on the side of, of, of Danish companies to, to engage and further engage here. Um, um, it's it's um, an important uh, export destination for us. Um, Taiwan is is focusing a lot on, on the green agenda and sustainability, which is part of our DNA. And, and we have a lot of companies that, that, that engage there. So, so as you may know, uh, offshore wind here has developed um, rapidly and, and, and it's, it's become a, um, a big thing for us. Um, so uh, also investment-wise. So, so we, we, we are pretty much engaged here. Yeah. Do you have many people employed in your office? No, it's a small office. We, we, we were eight, nine people, um, okay. but, but, but that's, that's how it is. And are there many uh, Danish companies then engaged uh, with business in Taiwan? Do you have many partnerships? We, we have uh, like in the neighborhood of 60 companies uh, that, that are all physically present here. And then of course a, a large number of companies that would do business uh, without being here physically, doing it from Denmark, uh, often with our assistance. Uh, okay. So yeah. I know some of the trade offices offer a matchmaking service also between companies in their own country and here. Is that something you do? We, we, uh, we assist the Danish companies in any way we can, including matchmaking, yeah, yeah, we do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We've been here for, um, uh, we, we just found out recently that, that, that uh, we are celebrating our 40 years anniversary this, this year, so, um, yeah. And so as a European, you, you live here in Taiwan, Peter. I live here, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a European, how do you find engaging in Taiwan? I mean, it's a different culture, different yeah. language. Mm -hmm. how, how do you find that aspect of the relationship? Well, first of all, I've only been here for 
less than three months, two and a half months. Uh, so, so it's still early days, but but um, there there is a great de- degree of openness and, and eagerness to, to engage with us, and, and there are of course many many reasons for that. Uh, but but so so for us to 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 discuss with with uh, various types of, of partners and thereby to support our our our, um, our companies is is actually um, I wouldn't call it easy, but but but. Uh, Good and 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 uh, constructive um, framework conditions for, for doing so. So 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 that makes it possible for us to to, to drive the agenda, which is important for us uh, and, and the reason why we're here, the commercial agenda. Um, both when it comes to 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 um, exporting and trading here with Taiwan, but also with a view to, uh, although we have very little yet, uh, to promote. Uh, Taiwanese investments in, in, in Denmark. We also do that. I have a one one person only uh, doing that in, in my office. Um, so that's how it is. And then of course we we have a little bit of um, consular um, uh, assistance to the Danish community, which has actually been been growing very rapidly because of this offshore wind uh, like adventure that I mentioned before. Yeah. And are there many Danish people living in Taiwan? Yeah, yeah, considerably for 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 a small country of our size, uh, a number. At least two months ago, it was um, roughly 500, which is a high number. Yeah, we we are not used to having that many in in in, in places like this. Uh, so and, and clearly, this is uh, very much due to, uh, as I mentioned, offshore wind activities, uh, taking in many Danish experts and representatives of of those companies that that work in that field. And I know tourism is a different area, but uh, is there much tourism traffic between Taiwan and Denmark? Very little, very little. It's, there's certainly a lot of space for improvement there. No, no, no. For now, quite little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Karolina uh, from the Polish office in Taipei. Yeah, I'm obviously from Poland. <laughs> and how long have you been in Taipei? It's the seventh month for me. Uh, and I'm employed locally, so I, I came here on my own. <laughs> yeah. How do you like it so far? Oh, I love it. I love the Taiwanese culture, so kind people and uh, beautiful views all around the nature. And you said you're with the Polish office in Taipei. What what does that office do? Uh, I mean, it's uh, basically we we handle the consular affairs for for the Pol- for Poland. That's the main uh, main thing that we do. Uh, I myself am I'm, uh, responsible for the cultural affairs. So like for actually organizing an event like this. Uh, promoting our Polish culture in Taiwan, so like promoting our musicians, painters, uh, being in the mu- movies festival, so that the Taiwanese have a better apprehension of what the like Polish culture is. Uh, and apart from that, yeah, all of the economic and trade affairs, uh, we also uh, are the representatives of Poland, so we are visible in that. Area. And how long has Poland had an office here? Oh, I think it's pr- since uh, 1995. Yeah. yeah. And has there been many successes in terms of building the bridges between Taiwan and Poland? Uh, I mean, y- yeah, I think Poland is becoming more... Um, uh, like, Taiwanese people become more familiar with Poland, especially after the, the, the war with uh, Russia and Ukraine war broke out. I think they kind of uh, get where Poland is on the map already. So, uh, yeah, it's go- it's going good, and we have many many uh, plans to um, to strengthen this relationship and uh, yeah, make the ties uh, yeah more more 
yeah, dearer. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So this festival this weekend, it seems like there's a great turnout here, uh, despite oh, the rain and everything. It seems like a big interest in Europe, uh, in Taiwan. Yeah, surely Taiwanese people love such festivals, don't they? <laughs> Uh, yeah, today is actually much less, uh, many less, much less people than yesterday. You should have been here yesterday, but it was like 35 degrees outside. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it, there it's extremely popular. I think we've done a good job, like all of the offices. It says Oktoberfest on the front of this stand. Uh, tell me, what's your name? Hi, my, my name is Sergey. And uh, are you from Germany or not? No, I'm not. I'm not German. Um, so myself, I was born in Ukraine. My family lives in Canada, and I've been spending uh, last 16 years living in Taiwan, Hong Kong, and China. And so this company that you're here with today, you're a distributor for alcohol, different types of alcohol products. Yeah. So we're looking after a number of different brands in Taiwan. Apollonar is one of the uh, most well-known German beer brands, and we're proud to distribute this brand. Of course, except Apollonar, we've got brands like Estrella Dom. It's number one uh, beer brand from Barcelona, Spain. We have uh, amazing brands from Belgium, from Czech Republic, from other countries. We're not only looking after beer brands, but also after a number of spirit brands, including brands from Ireland, uh, US, UK, etc. And how are these, uh, I guess, Western products accepted in Taiwan? Are they popular? Yeah, so I would say Taiwanese are uh, in love with the Western products. So you see more and more interest. A lot of Taiwanese tend to spend time studying in US, Canada, Australia, Europe. So, you know, they're missing European products and they're happy to see them back in Taiwan and, you know, have an ability to purchase them and have fun with them. Yeah. Do you know how big the market is here? Yeah, so uh, depending on um, uh, different type of categories, for example, Taiwanese um, uh, import beer market is around uh, 200 million liters. So it's a massive market. It's uh, dominated by, um, you know, Japanese beers. Uh, so, for example, Kiring is a market leader here. Heineken is uh, the second uh, largest beer brand in Taiwan. But you also got a lot of smaller brands uh, from Europe, US, Canada, Australia. China. A lot of beer brands are actually nowadays produced in China. So for example, Budweiser and Corona are imported from China to Taiwan, which is uh, quite impressive. And people still drink it, uh, you know, so beers can be produced anywhere, really. Uh, and you said yourself you've lived in Taiwan for 16 years. That's quite a while. You must like it a lot. Yeah, so I came here when I was a student. Uh, I came to Taiwan. My initial major was at computer science. Uh, now I'm working in an alcoholic uh, distribution uh, business, uh, which is also fun. It's very different compared to what I used to study, but yeah, Taiwan, uh, Taiwan is an amazing place. I spent some years in Taiwan, Hong Kong and China. I came back to Taiwan. I love it here, so yeah. Okay, my name is Borja de Dios and I'm part of the Spanish Chamber of Commerce here in Taiwan. I, I've been working for the Spanish Chamber of Commerce just three months now, so okay. yeah. So you're you're fairly new in Taiwan, yes, right? I'm. I arrived in January, so okay. just four months here. I'm working for the Tour España uh, booth, which is part of the. Uh, yeah, we are uh, just sharing information about tourists uh, in Spain. So if Taiwanese people is interested in going to Spain, they have a little bit of information. Do many Taiwanese tourists go to Spain? Yes, yes, a lot. Are there regular flights between uh, Spain and Taiwan? No direct flights. You need to uh, stop in Hong Kong or in Qatar. Um, and uh, do you get many Spanish people coming to Taiwan? Uh, I think we are 600 Spanish people here. 
permanently. So not a lot of Spanish people uh, in Taiwan. What are the kind of things that, you know, as a Spanish person, you find interesting in Taiwan? What are the things that like you like about Taiwan? Uh, I like that uh, nature is just next to every place. So it's very easy to go hiking or to go to the mountains or even to go to the beaches and small villages around the, the mountains just in public transport. You, know, you don't need to own a car to arrive to those places. It's not the same in Spain. So public transport here is pretty good. Yes, especially the high-speed railway. You can cross the whole island in less than two hours. Okay. Anything else? I love the food and the night markets. That is the best part of Taiwan, probably. I miss Spanish food, but Taiwanese food is amazing. Um, I think uh, at the moment Europe is trying to build uh, connections with Taiwan. I, what, yeah. what would you say to people in Europe who uh, might want to know more about that or just have questions about it? First of all, you should visit Taiwan because I have the feeling that we are not making a lot of... Uh, we Spanish people don't have a lot of knowledge about Taiwan. Uh, and second, I think that it's very easy to create good connections here because Taiwanese people is very kind and they are always open to speak to you even if they don't know you and it doesn't matter if they don't speak English very well, they will offer you help and they will try to help you as much as they can. Even if the language is sometimes a barrier, if you don't speak Chinese, I don't speak Chinese yet, so, but I'm doing well with my Spanish and my English. <laughs> well, you speak English very well. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm getting better. So, uh, apart from the tourist aspect, uh, on the Chamber of Commerce side, the business side, um, do you know if there are many Spanish companies that have connections with Taiwan? I, there are some Spanish companies that have connections with Spain, and there are also uh, some Taiwanese agents that are uh, importing products from Spain. Yeah. That would be something on the business side that you would be trying to expand and grow, I presume. Yes, we are trying to help more Spanish companies to bring their, their products here and also establish in here. Because it's a pretty big market, right? It's 24 million people. It's a, a pretty big market. Yes, and I think they're pretty affluent also. I think so, yeah. yeah. But I think that it's just Spanish people don't have enough knowledge about uh, the market here. So just recommend people to uh, make some research about the island, about the people here, and just recommend them to, to make a quick visit. And they will love it and fell in love with the island and come back. In a show of solidarity, the festival's organizers also invited members of the Ukrainian community in Taiwan to set up a stall at this year's Europe Day event. So I'm Yulia Maximova. I'm, uh, I work and I live in Taiwan, but I'm Ukrainian. We've been here for more than eight years. Um, we love Taiwan. Just happened to stay for two years and then it's just turned into a big, long love affair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And today you're um, you're you're attending at this booth here at the uh, at the European Taiwan Festival. Yes, yeah, yeah. We are volunteers here. You could see there are lots of Ukrainian volunteers. Actually, there are lots of Lithuanians, Polish um, volunteers from all over the world. To be honest, um, everyone is coming and helping. Lots of Taiwanese are helping. You could see our Taiwanese guy walking with a big Ukrainian flag. Yes. Um, yeah. So everyone, everyone is helping out. How has Taiwan's response been to Ukraine? It's been amazing. From the pretty much the first week, 
uh, we had some donations. The first donation came uh, like a couple of hundreds of tons, I think 500 or something tons of uh, medical supply. And then um, the government um, actually sent the, the money as well. Um, it's been incredible. Um, they, they opened the special visas for relatives. They opened um, scholarships, um, providing also the, uh, the living cost and everything for Ukrainian students. So the, um, the support has been actually overwhelmingly positive. Like, it's incredible. And you could see like hundreds of people are coming today and helping. And some of them are buying, but some of them are just literally coming to a donation box and they're just dropping the money in. They don't want anything. We're, we're literally running after them saying, please, can you help? Can yeah. you get this? Or we're so th grateful. We're so thankful to you. Can you just get a, a like, I, know, I don't know, like a piece of cake or something, you yeah. know? <laughs> it's great all together. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'll share with you two incredible stories that made me cry actually yesterday. Um, I'm quite an emotional person, okay, so it doesn't take long <laughs> or much to make me cry. But um, a woman, a Taiwanese grandma, came with a, a little piggy bag. There is a piggy bag over there, you can see. Yes. Um, like a, a piggy bank, sorry, piggy bank. Um, and she brought uh, a, 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 her children's, her grandchildren's savings. Um, it's quite, it's, you could see like one in tea, two, uh, you know, uh, 10 in tea, 50 in tea. And she said, my children, my grandchildren were, um, they were finishing the homework uh, like quickly or they were helping out around the house and they, they were giving them the money. And then at the end, instead of going and, you know, splashing it out on ice cream or something they wanted to buy, they decided um, to donate it all to Ukrainians. That's just uh, really, really touched my heart. Uh, uh, it's incredible. We had another story, a woman coming with handmade uh, little bags and her children made those bags and she brought the bag of them, like a humongous bag. She donated all of them, just says, yeah, sell it, sell it and just generate some income and here, here, there, look. Okay, wow, that's yeah. a wonderful, wonderful it's, generosity. Yeah. We had a little boy coming with a, a, a tiny minion uh, <laughs> kind of piggy bank. And he goes like, you can see it as a tiny like toddler, you know, he's maybe, I don't know, three, four or five maybe years old. And he's bringing this minion piggy bag and he wants to donate the money. So it's, yeah, it's it's really overwhelmingly just... just it's very heartwarming, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, thank you for the word. Yeah, I was, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm t talking to you, I'm getting like goosebumps on my, and seriously, yeah. Just, yeah, it's, you can't really describe it in your words. Um, it's just, yeah, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Taiwan is incredible. Taiwanese people are incredible. That's Yulia Maximova from the Ukrainian group winding up our visit to the Europe Festival in Taipei last weekend. The festival was also attended by EU Office Director Filip Grzorzewski and Taiwan Minister for Foreign Affairs Joseph Wu. In recent years, relations between Taiwan and Europe have made significant progress and there have been frequent visits by delegations of EU officials to Taiwan as well as some significant partnerships announced in technology and semiconductors. And we hope to cover those in more detail in future episodes. My thanks to all the different country representatives we spoke to and for sharing their insights and experiences of Taiwan with us. While we would have been delighted to interview a representative from Ireland, unfortunately, Ireland has no official presence in Taiwan. Well, that's where we leave it for the moment. Thank you for listening. Slavonics Benacht.